Good evening, Crypt Keepers, and welcome to the latest episode we've dug up. Tonight, we welcome author, historian, researcher, and truther, James W. Lee, to Cryptique. Welcome, Jamie Lee. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Tell us you know, a little bit about your background and how you kind of got into the truther movement. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, 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 um, I started back when my son was two years old in 2005, when he was born and started looking at the future 20 years down the road. My experience is 25 years as a Wall Street analyst. I had my own investment banking company. Um, I quit Wall Street when I realized the corruption. And um, when I first started on Wall Street, first day on the New York Stock Exchange, the head trader took me up to the up to the bar, men only, and um, said, uh, son, I'm going to teach you what you need to know about Wall Street. And he took a drink of his drink like a professional and said, you're either at the table or you're going to be on the table. And uh, you pray or you better pray. And the other mantra in Wall Street is don't ask permission. uh, Don't ask permission. Ask forgiveness, which means catch me, screw me. So that's why you never see anybody going to jail for all these egregious behaviors and the pedophilism and you know, all the crap we're seeing in the world, no one ever gets in trouble um, because they're they're protected. And that's why the Epstein files came out to tell everybody on the files, hey, don't get out of line, boys. Don't get out of line. We got you. And we'll just throw it out there and take you down if you try and not do what we want you to do. So yeah. so it started with loose change and press for truth on 9-11. In 2007, I watched those videos and went, holy cow, there's something really wrong here. And I watched the trading going on on Wall Street that day. Um, well, right after, but before the trades happened on Wall Street, there was shorting. Shorting is betting stocks going down on um, on American uh, insurance, uh, Swiss reinsurance, or owners of the insurance on the buildings, and also on American Airlines and United Airlines. And mm-hmm. there was $28 million that was made on those shorts. And the guy that was running it is a guy named um, um, uh, Cookie Gro- uh, uh, Buzz Krongard. And Buzz Krongard uh, worked at Alex Brown. He was the head of the company. And I knew him. I met him a couple times. And um, he's the one that did all the executions of all the trades. After he finished that, doing the work there, he went to become number three guy at the CIA. His buddy Cookie Krongard, his brother, works at Blackwater. Okay. And then Don Rumsfeld was sitting there on the other side of the Pentagon when the Honey Hunger flew a Boeing 767 at 3,000, you know, 800 miles an hour and down to flight ground and hit the building and no remains, you know. So all that just just opened the door to me, opening up my mind that there's something really big going on here. And so from there, I went to um, looking into um, more and more, got into geoengineering. Uh, fairly quickly and started learning about sky painting and found a hundred years worth of patents, which I wrote two books about, about manufacturing weather. We have not had real weather for 30 years. The coal tar mm-hmm. ash they've been putting into the sky as uh, cloud condensation nuclei, nuclei has not allowed us to make weather. So that's why you have all these big wet surface air coolers. Nuclear power plants are nothing more than wet surface air coolers. Nu- mm-hmm. Nuclear don't exist. Okay, stop it. Stop it thinking that nuclears exist. You got Fukushima. Hey, what happened? You got, you know, you know, you got, uh, um, 
what was the ones in um, Little Boy and Fat, the ones they dropped over um, Nagasaki. Hiroshima. Yeah. Hiroshima, yeah. And, they're st- and it's fine today. There's no big increase in radiation. Hey, Chernobyl's back. Nature's thriving. You know. And oh, then, yeah. The animals are doing great at Chernobyl, aren't they? Well, there's no proof of that. But the radiation, they just make it up. You know, they just make it up. Just like there's another bombshell. You know, just like Flat Earth, they made up NASA and they got this huge institution to say, we went to the moon. No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> and now you got COVID, which was made up. And here's something I just want to say before I get into Tartaria. COVID, sure. COVID does not exist. And the proof is super simple. The flu, the year of the flu, Time Magazine, everybody, year of the flu, 20, uh, 32 million people got the flu in, in 2019. You know how many mm-hmm. people in 2020 got the flu? Like 200,000. Point zero 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 one five. Yep. Yep. Wow. But do you know how many people got COVID? Whatever the leftover is. <laughs> 34 million, yeah. So they just literally just changed the name from having mm-hmm. the flu to having COVID. Ovid in Hebrew means sheep. So it literally means see the sheep. And COVID has never been isolated. So you want to talk about mass mind control, folks. This is a This is a job par excellence by their controllers and they plan in very 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 long-term planning yes and they, and they own us and they've reset and this is what tartaria is about another great reset is what we're in now and tartaria when you get into tartaria that was a great reset where hundreds of millions possibly billions of people were wiped off earth with advanced technology nothing new under the sun they're just rotating into the next genre which is to take our souls in this world um and that's why they're doing the vaccines and everything. So we don't come back and reincarnate and fight them again. This is their takeover of Earth. And this gets back to the 1847 when Satan fell from heaven. And 1847 to 1876 is when the souls, dark souls, all came down here. And we call them blue bloods. And that's why they have more mm. copper in their skin. And that's why every president is a negative bloodline. Reese's RH negative bloodline. Every single one of them. And most actors are the same. Because they genealogy pass on their bloodlines. And this is who they are. And so we're on the other side of the fence of these guys. And so um, Tartaria came about with me. I've got, um, let me put it up on the screen here. I've got 17 books. Um, here's Tartaria. It's smaller. And I, I, I found all these flags that had griffins on them. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Sphinx in Egypt, it's a griffin. It's got the, let's see if I get this right. It's got the he, a lion, an eagle, um, uh, lion, eagle, uh, uh, Scorpio, and then um, a human. And so okay. those are the four uh, axes of the flags of the griffins. And so the griffins had flags that were dedicated to Tartaria, and um, the civilization, there's maps, there's hundreds and hundreds of these maps showing Grand Tartaria. Mm-hmm. And they, they were here. And this is one thing that this great uh, Fomenko, who I get into in my book, um, mm-hmm. he's a scholar, Russian scholar, wrote about how they've erased a thousand years of history. They simply added an L onto all the buildings and made it 100 years. So we're really only at um, 1200, 1224 um, you know, AC, whatever you call it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, and so all of these lands were owned by the great Tartarians. And these were peaceful, loving people. 
these were feminine divine. It was run by the feminine. It was run by the women. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I started researching. The more I re- researched, I realized um, the question became, oh, well, let me just go over these books I got. So, sure. um, and this is all online. This is all for free. Here's my 17 books I've written. Um, and I mean, how, here's another history thing. Uh, we all know the devices now have taken over everybody, right? Mm-hmm. You go to a football game and there's 60,000 people in the stadium and everybody's got a device to their individual uh, IP address. How does that mm-hmm. work? How do they do that to hundreds and millions of people? How do we all have, nobody understands broadband. And so the children have now been addicted and it's a two-way communication device and parents have lost control of their children. And this was by design. I'll give you 50 bucks. You can tell me the name of the song, 1978, when they told us they were going to take over the, take over the world with their devices. Ooh, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. At the yeah, hotel, California. Oh. oh, there you go. Ryan's getting ready to go see the Eagles. There you go. And so plenty. So that was song in 1978. And they had another one, Last Resort, which um, which talked about the attacks, which I cover um, in um, directed energy weapons used in paradise out here, uh, Maui Mm -hmm. and Lahaina. And they used direct energy weapons to literally torch the towns and kill tens of thousands of people. And the song in that is um, they call it paradise. I don't know why. And the last paragraph is they call it paradise. Kiss it goodbye. But also in the song, they're saying they're going down to Maui. And Maui got hit the same day as uh, Paradise. And then we know what happened to Lahaina a few months ago. So this is World War II. This is using directed energy weapons. I actually worked as an analyst on some of these projects. So I know the technology is very easy. They use drones. They don't use these big, huge planes. Right. And they celebrate it with Mountain Dew. Maui burst. They tell you what they're going to do. Now, is that like a sigil magic thing where like if you don't catch on to it, it's your fault. So we don't catch any karma for it. Well, they, yeah, they tell you they, one of their things they have to do is tell you what they're doing. And it's your job to find out and stop them. Go ahead. You know, Paradise, yeah. Paradise is John Milton's book, Lost, uh, Paradise Lost, about the falling angels. Mm-hmm. And John Milton died on November 8th, 18, uh, 1686. They hit Paradise on November 8th. This is all by design. Look at the Trade Center. Look at this picture, guys. This is jet fuel. Jet fuel. Come on. Yeah, I I don't know what to say about that. I mean, it's if it's unbelievable that three or two planes took down three buildings. It's a complete fabricated lie, but they get you in in shock and awe, and then they tell you the story. Go shopping, you know, or we found a passport, you know, but we didn't. Right, it destroyed everything but the passport. (laughs) Well, it's Yoakum and Bose. It's the two sides. Rockefeller built the buildings. And erected them, you know, and he has a watch on it said 9-11. They had planned it for decades to do this. This is the attack. This is world, the beginning of World War III. And the United States is the poster child. Because once you take down the faith and, you know, uh, love it or leave it and the whole thing of America, they got the world. Mm-hmm. We're not putting up. The sad part, guys, is we're not putting up any fight. We're not putting up any fight. So, so this is one I recommend everybody to look into, tw- the Bible on 21 critical subjects. Um, and there's geoengineering. Okay. How, do, how many people know that the Queen of California was named after Queen Calipia? I only know that from listening to you on a different show. 
And, so, that, and there's, yeah, 800 map, there's 800 maps of Stanford and Stanford Library of California being an island. Hmm. Now, what was the movie they celebrated the taking over of California with? Name the movie. Oh, gosh. I have no idea on that Wizard one. Wizard of Oz, the flying monkeys. They're the griffins in the background. And Queen Califia, oh. they were an island. They fled, fed them male flesh to keep the male white Spaniard Romans from taking over. And then there was a great cataclysmic uh, events that occurred in the 1810s to 1820s where everything was turned over. And then this is another important book, Incredible Founding of California, 1848. Look at this map, Mexico, United States. Look at how much Mexicans were here, brown skins. Mm -hmm. And then by 1850, white skins. But they used the 49er gold rush in between. And here you see on the California seal, they got Queen Califia. So in your face. <laughs> so in your face. <laughs> and then they got the one eye up here in the coins. They're minting coins in Salt Lake City in 1847. So, guys, here's a question for you. The Great okay. Salt Lake, they couldn't get across till 1847, 1848 with the Donner Party. Why not? I don't know. It was because still a, it was still a lake? Still a lake. <laughs> it had to dry out. And that's the events of 1810 to 1820. So this is my next book after Tartarians, was we have the brown skins and the white skins. Now, why did they put up the Chinese wall? Because the Tartarian – go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say that I, I did find it interesting that on a lot of uh, photos of the Great Wall of China, the uh, like, I don't know what they call them, but the the places where the archers sit are actually facing away right. from Tartaria and facing into China. Right. It was just separating. If you look at the hemisphere of the world back then, and this is this is only 200 years ago. This is when the United States was connected to Africa and the Moors were in the Moors. The brownskins were in the United States and they were peaceful, loving people for thousands of years, just lived with the land. And then the whites were, were up, in, up in the north. All the whites are up in the north and down in the south. We've got Africa, Asia, India and whatnot until the white guys came. There. So the, the word America comes from Amorica when the Moors were here and they're beautiful people. And they're wiped off the map. And that's why they have the Mormons, because they wiped them off the map. And they stopped hmm. it at Salt Lake City because they couldn't get across the Great Salt Lake until 1848. So this was all when we were all one. And this is how all the Tartarians have the same buildings, the same copper roofs, the same uh, structures and, and whatnot. They had one language. Mm -hmm. um, well, now, hold on a second. You're saying that 200 years ago we had Pangea, basically? Uh, that's my theory. Yes. Okay. I was I was just making sure. Go ahead. Well, yeah. So this is this is something that happened, and and so you know about mud floods. I know a little bit. Yeah. You know, all these buildings that are half story, half. Floor. And so they had advanced technology and Tiquitech back then, and they just took the buildings apart. Here's what I'm talking about: the Sphinx being the um, being the uh, Griffin, and you see the sand here and everything. So do you think that the Sphinx had wings that, that fell yes. off? Or? Yeah, it was okay. an eagle. Yeah, eagle, lion, um, Pisces. Uh, that's eagle. I'm missing one. But here we see just many structures that were buried. That This is all in the 1880s uh, to 1920s. All these structures were here. 
and and then all these half floors everywhere. Yeah, we were just trying to make a little bit of sense of that. I, I don't understand why anybody would put a window or even a half a window underground. And it's worldwide. I mean, this isn't something that's in New York or something. It's worldwide. And then 200 feet below the sea, here's your flood events. And here you got pyramids, you got civilizations, you know, everywhere from China to Egypt, Mexico. You got pyramids underneath. So it, it lends credence to a mud flood. And one other thing I want to just really, I should have started with. Um, all right. So this is Queen Khalifa and her lion. And um, so they basically, all the, all the Indians, Latinos, Black Indians, uh, Negroes, all those names of brown skins, they lumped into one and divided them up, conquered by division. But um, um, so this gets into when it was Amorica, the One World Garden of Eden. But um, what I wanted to get into was um, uh, how do we base long-term history? Uh, it's basically just on books. No, but what do they use? What's the instruments? Uh, Ryan, you got an answer on that one? I, I'm not sure where you're headed. Ink, parchment, cave paintings. Depends how far back. No, but how do they get files today? I'm, I'm losing the word here. I mean, look at the map of Mexico in 1848 of the native people. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that people were basically exterminated. And the ones that you know, if if people were moved to different places, those were probably the lucky ones, right? Because everyone else was just done away with. So here's the main guy, Jesuit, who revisioned history. It's all the Jesuits above them. Yeah. Um, hey, I finally learned the term. What is it called? Carbon dating. Hello. Mm. Ah. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. Mind is a wonderful thing to waste. All right. So carbon de de debunked. This is not. This is now debunked. Carbon dating. They admit the scientists admit it's BS. So this takes all of long term history and throws it in the garbage. Yeah, I've never understood carbon dating. I mean, I understand what they say happens. But think think about you guys what the total ramifications are when all of long term history has now been debunked. So we get to make up new history. We get to come up with new yeah. ways of thinking. And so this is my Pangea when it was all connected to Permians, not 225 million, 225 years ago. Just take off a million years. And this is when the lands were all connected. Laurasia, the white people were up here. The brown skins down here makes total sense. Down here, you got Jurassic and you can see Africa and Brazil and the United States isn't connected yet. White people up here, brown people down here. And then you got 65 million years ago when Brazil broke off, Africa's clearly defined, the United States isn't connected, and then the recent connection of North America and South America. So these are the great floods and the great earthquakes that pushed us apart. Um, and the four rivers of Mount Meru from the center point of the earth. So there's been four creations, five creations from the center, like a ripple and a pond going out. There's the Hyperboreans, and then there was the, uh, uh, which, which was the um, um, uh, Asians. And then you had the um, Vedics, which are the Indians. Then you had the Sumerians, which are the Africans. And then you have um, the white guys today, which is the Atlanteans. 
Mm. So there's four creations. You know, here's here's a map of Russia being partners in the in the United States in 1806. They're partners with Russia. They didn't have telegraph. Mm. They didn't have telephone. How did they communicate? They're homing pigeons. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, mind telepathy. Well, that's a lot of it. The, the advanced cultures of the Moors were mind telepathy, and the and the Tartarians. They mm -hmm. can create things with their mind and their voice. So here's all the same world, all the same designs, all the same buildings built in 1915, destroyed in 1942. I mean, all of these around the world, how did they know to make the same designs? These are copper domes. These are energy buildings. Somebody want to tell me how all these designs are the same all around the it's, world? That's a topic that comes up with us fairly often when we talk about cryptids and things like that, that if these things didn't exist, how is it that we get the same story, same description, same behaviors all across the world? And same thought process. But the, this is when the world was one. You know, this wasn't that long ago. That, this is my point is the world was one. And they lived in peace and harmony. I mean, look at all these buildings. How many people were here? Millions, tens. Of, these are courthouses and public courthouses. Yeah. In the United States. Look at these courthouses. Oh, we got legal trouble here, you know, and then the schools and everything. All massive buildings. You know, and here they were all built 1916, 1907. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. I mean, it's just been all lies, and now we're just starting to question. Look at all the Capitol buildings with their copper domes. Yeah. Electricity. And then they had red brick buildings to conduct energy. And so the tips at the tops, that's why they have all these towers at the tops were conducting, were rods to, to bring energy down. They had free energy. All right. And, and this said in horse and buggy days, 1880. Look at New York City, folks. Look at Madison Square Garden. Are you kidding me? Right. They brought that all in. You know, they did all that without even having automobiles is what they're telling us. Yeah. Right. And it's impossible construction they couldn't replicate today. And then the mythology that we're under this, you know, moving a uh, thousand miles an hour spinning, a thousand miles a second going around the sun and 800,000 miles to go around the solar system. There's no only one culture in the whole mythology of the world that says this, and that's the Roman Jesuit Spanish culture. And they took mm -hmm. over, they took over the, they took over the, um, the, the whole teaching when they started with the Bible and everything, the Bible, you know, with their scripture. Mm -hmm. Mount Meru is the center and that's the historical Mu. That's Sumeria, Lumeria. And these symbols mm -hmm. are the, uh, up top is the North Pole. And that's the center of creation. And so that's mm -hmm. why all these ancient cultures, and then the, then they made up the Nazis and flipped it over to make it into a bad thing. This is a map from 1587 about the flat earth. And it shows mm -hmm. a beautiful map from 1587 shown in great detail. There are flying griffins, there are scorpions, there are all sorts of stuff. Giants. That's the other thing. They had giants everywhere. Yeah. The United States had giants everywhere. You know, and we've been de devolving down into the – are now with the average, you know, five and a half, six feet people. But back then they had giants that were 24, 25 feet tall. Now, were these giants kind of slave labor for them or they were part of the regular population? How did that work? Find out after a quick break.
Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. As far as I understand, all the doors, the massive doors, all the standings, they were all part of the same thing. Okay. Look at this capital in Wisconsin, um, the state capital was once ruled by the Blackmores. It was free energy building. They removed the gold and copper, the state capital physical representation of Mount Meru, the center hmm. of creation. So they're all on the same page. They had much higher consciousness than we do today. Right. And they've dumbed this down so much, but that's why you have to contemplate and sit on your navel. And the land of the Moors. Here's the land of the Moors. Florida was eaten. You know, and 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 mm -hmm. And uh, Atlanta, where the CDC is, you guys know about the Georgia Guidestones? Oh, yeah. So where is that? Atlanta. That's where they took out creation. And here's the Garden of Eden on old maps in the United States. All the knowledge came from the west to the east. That's where the pyramids were built. There's more pyramids in the... In the here's another question for you. What was one America before it was uh, north, south, and central? <laughs> well, that was the question that got me going. And that was when there was one America. And, they're all, and they built more pyramids than anywhere else in the world, and they divided them up. And so that's how they, another way they confuse us and us, uh, conflate us is um, when, when Trump gets up and says, make America great again. Is he talking about South America? No. Central <laughs> America? No. Canada? No. What a diss to all those people. <laughs> It's arrogance. It's the American arrogance. So tell me what we should be called ourselves if we have Brazil or Brazilians, Canadians or Canadians, Mexicans or Mexicans. What 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 are people from the United States called? United Staters. There That's you go. We're United, United Statesians. Something like that is what we should be calling. Mm -hmm. But we're calling them. We still speak English. Why are we still speaking English? Why is our legal system under Roman Latin law still? And not one person can tell you what the origins of the word Latin is, but they call South America Latin America. They've yeah. totally taken it over. They don't speak Mexicanese. They speak Spanish. Right. It's a total takeover. And Antarctica was free of ice. Um, there's books on that. The pomegranate is one of the symbols of Granada. United States of Colombia. That was the original Garden of Eden. Peru was, was uh, uh, Salem. It uh, was... Um, uh, Jerusalem was, was in Peru. So you look at Granada on these mm -hmm. maps, and there's California, the island, and you see San Francisco is already on there, and the pomegranate, symbol of fertility. They're all about life, and they lived in mm -hmm. peace. And then, and then the dark side got a hold of the technology and just wiped them all out. And that's what has been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, you have 20 Canaan places in North America, you know, all these names, Lebanon, um, mm -hmm. Latin America, you know, what is Latin? And they make movies about when, when America was in Africa were one. Moroccan Empire, Morocco, Moors. Um, and this, they yeah. were buried. And Africa was Eden of the old world when they were connected. So more, um, their name is generally held that Moors is defined as the North African Berbers. And George Washington said, we got to get rid of all the Moors. And there's another map showing we're all connected. You know, so this could have been not that long ago. Look at all the maps with Jerusalem and Salem in there. Sure. Well, now, now you're saying that the 
you know, we had Jerusalem, we had Salem and blah, 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 all these different names. And then I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I'm using my uh, cursor looking at your map right now, thinking for some reason that you guys can see that, but um, they got the names in Europe and Africa from cities that existed here or civilizations that existed here before that. So it, it, it went, it, it went across the Atlantic instead of coming this way across the Atlantic. Yeah, east was west and west was east. Okay. So look at this from 1904 St. Louis Fair. They got Jerusalem hmm. at the fair and Morocco at the fair and California at the fair. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, we're in St. Louis and, and I've been to the museums plenty of times and stuff. And they show what it looked like, allegedly, at the 1904 World's Fair. And it was just gorgeous just absolutely beautiful and now they don't have doors on the bathrooms to try and you know dissuade <laughs> drug use and prostitution so that's that's where we're at now <laughs> yeah and in my, yeah and uh so this is my one world book mm -hmm. oh so this is this is about uh, burying uh, so th let me just finish on how i think all this went down so in this yeah. 1805 to 1820 period you had the Great Reset of 1811, the Great La Madera earthquakes, 12,000 earthquakes in the Mississippi River that flowed backwards. Mm -hmm. It rang it rang bells in Philadelphia and um, New York because it was so huge. <laughs> so this is why they couldn't get across the Great Divide, the Continental Divide. So you got the 1810s, you got the floods in California, you got this in 1811, 1812, and then you got the Tambora earthquakes, and then also you have Napoleon's Comet, uh, Napoleon's comet, a bright comet appeared. It was visible naked eye for 260 days. Um, so you had these comets all over the sky. The island of California, um, right along the same exact timelines. And then you had the, um, you know, and here's all the Queen Caliphia stuff. And then you had the, and she's in the a story, the Waldorf story, the Rich Hotel. They have a whole thing to her plight and her history there and the, and the mapping, everything. Mm -hmm. And then we have the, um, uh, and this is very interesting, is California used to have a 200-mile bigger coastline. And that's why the white guys couldn't get here. Um, and so you can see the, the, the along the line there where California, and that's why California is so fertile and crescent, because it was underwater for so long. Oh, it's Ryan's boy, Joe Montana. <laughs> And it's interesting, you know, nor, I don't want to say normal. What we're taught in school, history-wise, also verifies that the Mississippi River did flow backwards. So that's not just a conspiracy theory. That's accepted throughout, you know, any university or any kind of education. Yeah. So oh, we're, into here. we're schooled like fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they teach you what they want to. The Rockefellers bought all the textbook companies in 1910. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and, and the proof is in the pudding. You brought up the exhibitions. I mean, look at these buildings, guys. Mm -hmm. And they had free energy. That's the other thing, the Tartarians. Look at these railway stations for trains. They ran on trains. Look at these. A train station? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they look like uh blimp ports, right? Yeah, but look at look at how they traveled. 
Yeah. Luxuriously. Yeah. It was a time yeah. of great prosperity. They didn't need food. There's no toilets in these buildings and stuff. Look at these ads. This is 1895 Montgomery Ward. You can get windmills. You can get heaters. You can get all these different things on catalogs. Remember the catalogs? I don't know if you guys are old enough. Oh, I do. Every Christmas. Oh, order. How did they get them to everybody? Look at all the state building capitals, construction completion. These massive buildings I was showing you earlier. I mean, nothing mm -hmm. adds up to the old to the to the, narr the official narrative. Nothing. You know, and here we got the same designs everywhere because they were tapping into ancient energy and using the sky. And then here's George Washington that doesn't say first president, it says Freemason. Because mm -hmm. that's when they started taking over the uh, 1880s to 1910s. That's when they took over the history. They took over everything. And then they burned everything down and got rid of the Tartarians and put them in, in these insane asylums. Here's a, here's a good one for you. Well, let me ask you this real quick then. Why did the founding fathers give us the Second Amendment? If, if they really just wanted to take everything over, is that just kind of a like a mind F? Like, eh, you guys can have guns, sure. And we're going to find another way. We don't care if you have guns because we're going to, you know, get to you electronically or, or however. Um, but what, what, what do you think they gave us the Second Amendment for then? Hopium. <laughs> so they give, you, they give you some hopium to hang on to. So $100 to anyone can tell you, the one you tell me. What date was Washington, D.C. founded? Uh, I'm, I'm looking to see if you have it in what's on the screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> the corporation was created to put everybody in their corporations on February 21st, 1871. Before that, mm. it was America without a capital letters. Now all our names are in capital letters because we're out to sea. We're under citizenship, partnership, relationship, ownership, scholarship. That's why you have a bailiff in court. You have a docket because you're into water. Admiralty Law, and that's the 16th Amendment, put everybody on their ships. That's why money is based on water. you got a river bank, currency, deposit slips, cash flow, and what's the name of the Vatican? The Holy See, hello. So they created this all to start this new process, and the new process was getting after getting rid of the Tartarians. Now, take a look at this building. This is nearby about an hour's away from where I live, used to be. This mm -hmm. was built in 1875, no, started in 1872. Took only three years to build 500 hospital built, built, uh, building for the net, for the psychos, for the insane. Wow. It had its own farm. It's had its own. It had an. It, it had a train that ran underneath it. Are you kidding? Wow. No, this was Tartarian creations. Can you imagine how they lived? They lived in elegance and they lived in beauty and they created with their minds. And then it was raised in 1960s. The whole thing. Hmm. And this is the burning evidence. The state hospital grounds have burial sites of thousands without names on them. Hmm. This is Mendocino by where I live. Look at this. We, we had the population was 2,200 people. And here we <laughs> have the insane asylum of this size. Mm -hmm. and, and this is, remember, this is after the gold rush. And, and again, the gold rush was said to have had to take ships down around South America, sail out to Hawaii to catch the trade winds into San Francisco Bay, one of the most treacherous bays to sail into. Mm-hmm. And they came, and how did they buy the trains, all the trains and everything? How did they, you know, where, you know, where? Yeah, did no they, idea. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Excuse my French. So here's Austin. Oh, you can you can say whatever you want. Don't worry about editing yourself. You're well, fine. this is 19th century insane asylum. This is how they got rid of the Tartarians. 
They, they, so did they just send the Tartarians to the insane asylum? Yep, and they do foundling trains to separate the children from the um, from the parents. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and to, so you talked about the orphan trains. Is that where you were just? Yeah. So let me get it. You just brought up. So in eighteen, so over a quarter million. Orphan. So the first orphan trades operated prior to the Civil War, a quarter million were transported from New York to the Midwest. So this is how the farms got started. Mm -hmm. They had a freaking lazy Susans that they put in there when the parents wanted to get rid of the children. And the church, the Roman Catholic Church, took them all. I think I got a picture yeah. of that. So they put them in these insane and put them in these asylums as well. These called foundling. Look at this foundling home in New York for children. Wow. For children. Opened by Sisters of Charity in 1869. Are you kidding me? And it wasn't just the United States. They had it in England, Foundling, you know, New York. Mm -hmm. And then the children were shipped off where they went. And then the yeah. And the priests, you know, abused the, the owners of the new the children could abuse the children any way they wanted. Pedophilia has been going on a long, long, long time. Yeah, yeah, way too long. There's a book called Mail Order Kid. You can order what kind of child you wanted. And look at here, son, on the right, a foundling wheel. So you put the child in, and the nurses or the uh, nuns come over and take the child away. So you don't even know who the parents are. Here's another one. Well, they have those things now at a lot of uh, fire departments, I believe. Yep, yep, where yep, yep. You yep, can just yep. drop a kid off, no questions asked. Yep, yep. So how about free energy? Let's go into... This is another one that proves the advanced technology. Interesting stuff, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Although well, the idea of a nighttime baby drop box is, uh, I don't know, particularly amusing to me. <laughs> no, it's sick. It's, yeah, right. Come on, this. man. Well, it's the way you described it, Jay. No, I, I well, it's true. The way though, you're it's talking like, about it brought up like, you know, when I was a kid working at like Jack in the Box and we'd take the bankroll <laughs> and put it in this box at, at night. Like I've never seen a fire department with one of those that you stick a baby into. But I have gone to like the Humane Society here and seen where there is that where you can like drop off a dog or something without people just chain them up to the fence now. They don't even care. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Oh, it's going to be below freezing tonight? Eh, I don't want the dog at peed on the carpet. So if it dies in the cold tonight. can't afford dog food anymore. So yeah. So they ran on airships. These are buildings where you see the people loading here and they re-energize. The lightning comes from underground. So they, these towers like the Empire State Building, those are energy sources. And you can see they were ran by blimps. And the Hindenburg was to get everybody off blimps. That was the end of the blimps. But that was free energy. And they could load airships. They could go anywhere they wanted. They controlled the weather. This goes all the way back to the ancient times. They could sail anywhere they wanted. They tapped into free energy. I mean, look at these boats and trains. What's the one on the bottom left there that you just showed? It looks like a, yeah, the, I mean, it, I don't even know what it looks like. It, yeah. It's crazy looking on the bottom looks left. Looks like it has there. another boat on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, yeah, it does. But there's hundreds and hundreds of pictures of these when you start researching it. I mean, I wrote this book uh, six years ago, and there's so much more pictures. And here they could mm -hmm. run when the waters flooded, the rail systems. Then they had flying machines. This is the Vedics, the Indians. They could mm -hmm. fly anywhere they wanted um, with their flying machines. They understood nature. 
They understood the molecular plasmic nature and they could tap into it because they understood how nature worked. And here back in the hieroglyphics of the Egyptian pyramids, they show helicopters. Yeah, that's that's pretty hard to deny that that's a helicopter. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just this or it's come on, man. Well, when you see all the, you can one off anytime you want, but how about compressed air? How much does it cost for compressed air? Nothing. 125 Mm -hmm. miles on air. But check this out. No coal, no logs. So these are our trains. And I showed you the elegance of the trains used to operate. And this is from Mm -hmm. Mechanics Magazine. This is showing you how you do it. This Mm -hmm. isn't lost technology. This is hidden technology. How about for your car? For $1,000, you can get a five-passenger air compressor car. Safest in the world. This is 1895 Pneumatic Carriage Company. Well, when you can't sell people oil to run their cars, then uh, that's, that's what one of the reasons Rockefeller and those guys did the whole, you know, you know why the um, uh, prohibition came about to get rid of the free energy, you know, because Henry Ford was making his car that could run on hemp oil, mm-hmm. you know, and so he had to get oil. And so that's why they get it. But look at this ad compressed air motor car. Here's ads for compressed air cars. You're going to tell me it doesn't exist, didn't exist, didn't know? Horse and buggy idiots back then, all they were slaves and they didn't, middle income. And we had the Industrial Revolution changed everything. Right. No, this is free energy, guys. This is go anywhere you want for nothing. Here's the mechanics of it. Here's the drawings of it. Now, what do you think happened to the people that designed and sold these vehicles? Did they end up in the insane asylums too? Find out after a quick break. Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. They were silenced because the news was being controlled. And just like today, where everything's being controlled, they put out what they want. Look at these fireplaces, elegant fireplaces in Europe with andirons. They didn't have any black soot whatsoever. They didn't use, they tapped into the red brick of the walls and then down below the basements, they had cold air. So they literally just opened up vents when they wanted to heat or cool. Nice. And they were totally energy efficient. They, were, they weren't taking anything. One of the rules of Tartarians, one of the biggest rules of Tartarians, one of the only rules, especially the Moors as well, is don't take anything more from nature that you give back. You give back more than you take. Uh-huh. And they had gas lights everywhere. All the streets mm-hmm. everything had gas lights and wireless. Look at these things. Elegant. Amazing. Beautiful. Who designed these? Who put these in? They're still here today and nobody talks about it. Wow. You know, they are and, beautiful. Yeah. And even the downspouts, you know, mm-hmm. you know, are elegant. So again, there were giants among us. This is to, uh, Genesis 6, 4. Um, God came in into the daughters of men and then bare children to them. And so these are maps. And, and the Smithsonian was busted by the Supreme Court for destroying giant skulls. And giant that doesn't surprise it, it surprised me that they were busted. It doesn't surprise me yeah, that no, they no, did. No. I, agree. <laughs> I agree. But some, some of the scientists saved them when they were destroying them. They saved it and brought it up for the trials. That's great. But here, look at the map of giants. That the map in the United States on the left. These are all where giant bones have been found. Yeah, I've got a sneaking suspicion that there's giants in that the uh, monks mound in Cahokia. Yeah, I'd like to take a shovel out there one day. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually I actually covered that area, and there were some giant skulls. So these were the giants that ruled, and they got rid of them too. Um, again, it was in building. Look at these doorways for giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> look at us. Well, and these doors these doors also had locking mechanisms where it wasn't a, a six foot tall person that could reach it to lock it. Is that correct? As I understand, well, some are wood, but the, the, the metal ones, yeah, you just energized it, positive and negative. Oh, okay. But look at the, look at how large, you know, yeah. so that, why did, would they build those unless they're giants? I don't know, man. It's, that's beautiful architecture though. Elegant. Yeah. Everything is intention. Everything. Yeah. Look at the books they had. Look at the guns they had. Look at the scarabs they had. I mean, look at the steps. Look at the typewriters. There's nothing new under the sun. I mean, these were all stuff that we took and just sized down. And then this is yeah. part of the blood flood when everything was fossilized, like flash frozen. And you got elephants, cats, yeah. turtles. Were there, And they were giants. Can you imagine living in those days with giant cats and stuff like that? No, thanks. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> Talk about meow. Hmm. And Russia was the white elegant design down to India. And again, the whites were up north and the brown skins were south. The brown skins were peaceful, loving nature people and the Tartarians were builders. But they lived together. Um, and the white cities, that's another indication of these white cities everywhere in Russia. So it, it transferred from Russia out. And that's why I showed you back in 1806, Russia, America Corporation. Look at all the rail systems, guys. This is 1885, mm-hmm. 1890. How did they build all the railroads? Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of people would say Chinese slave labor, basically. Well, that, that, was, that was the story goes that Leland Stanford, 33 Freemason, took his boat. What's the name of the ship he took? And he, he went over there and, and expa- exported Chinese slave labor. But you'd have to have millions, millions, millions. Then you'd have to yeah. build the railways. You know, and then they, um, what's his name? Um, buffalo Bill. He's he would got that name for killing off all the buffalo. Every right. buffalo killed is an Indian killed. So they literally slaughtered them as they came across from east to west. And so all this they're saying was in before 1900. Horse and buggy, horse and buggy. And then the California Gold Rush was said to bring these trains. An estimated fi- fifty-five thousand ride by overland routes. You know, but the numbers just don't make any sense. And look at how they had to build these platforms and stuff, you know, and, and make it perfectly degrade. And then you had to order the rails. Who built that? It's crazy. Who dug the tunnels through there? They didn't, they didn't get black powder until the 1890s. Chinese labor. And then uh, they had 42 feet of snow during one of the years they were building. like, Shh. Still got it done in three years. <laughs> Railway stations and everything was run on free energy. Look at that building. 1868. So anyway, and then, and then um, let me see, I got it down here. That's a railway station, the Pennsylvania Railway. And then a lot of these places they just destroyed, right? Like they put up parking lots and malls and stuff like that. What's the Joni Mitchell song? Paved paradise and put up a parking lot. There yeah. you go. 
And then here at the exhibition centers, like you're in St. Louis. So I li list all the, from Wikipedia. Take a sec to come up here. So, I mean, it's amazing that the schools don't change their teachings. Yeah, the, the schools, it's just they want to keep the kids occupied and they don't teach them how to think. They teach them to memorize answers. Right. Conform, so, conform, conform. Don't question. Yeah. God forbid you, you speak out without raising your hand or something. You go to, right. go to the corner. Yeah. And you have to memorize. And the more you memorize and become a good little boy. So that's why mm -hmm. we're schooled like fish. That's why we're graded and cast spells upon. That's why you gradually get your degree until you master your indoctrination. They give you a doctorate and say you're smart. It's all about, you know, and, and our words, our words are, are messed up too. When I tell you, when I tell you to go to hell low and it's weak because you work all week and you get weak and now it's the end of the week and your week is end because you're all weak and you wake up in the morning because you're in the morning and you're at a wake. Huh. It's all about time, you know. Um, so anyway, look, just let me scroll down these exhibitions. These are all these massive exhibition centers mm -hmm. and exposition centers. All around the world, they were putting these on. And there was a kind of like the final hoo-ha before they destroyed them all. Hmm. And you pick up any one of these and look, and they were just incredible designs. I mean, they partied like nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> I do know at the, the World's Fair, it seems like they used that to introduce garbage food. Like, oh, here's hot dogs. Have some fried ravioli. Here's ice cream cones. You know, don't worry about eating anything that's uh, that's grown naturally. Let us process everything for you and see how delicious it is. Yeah, and that I, I actually have some books back from the 1910s and 20s um, that you wouldn't believe the menus they had on food. So this is this is another thing. I California, um, and this is home to me. Um, this is getting rid of the Indians. This is the end of the ride. This is its sculpture. So this is a 1915 exposition in San Francisco. So get this. What year was the uh, earthquake? In San Francisco? Yep. Was that 89? Uh, Are we talking about that one or the? 1906 earthquake. Okay. Destroyed all of San Francisco. Now remember mm -hmm. San Francisco is basically an island. You got one connection down through San Jose, but... You got the bay, you got across the Golden Gate Bridge. So it's basically an island. So here they are in 1915, just nine years after the earthquake, hosting 18 million visitors from around the world in the Pan Pacific Exhibition on 684 acres. Look at this. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, blow some more smoke up my ass, you guys. Come on. <laughs> So this was the crown jewel. This was a 47-story building. They lit it up with a 1,000 crystals. And they had the Marines out in the ocean to, to, to put lights on. They had Henry Ford built a manufacturing building. on, on uh, So it was 635 acres on approximately 70 city, city, 76 city blocks. And if you know where the marina is, um, down in San Francisco on the east end there, that's, what the, that's where they built it. And here's Henry Ford's uh, building that he, he built play, he built cars in, and it was so big you could he fl they flew a biplane inside the building. Wow! It cost fifteen million dollars. He used a hundred million board feet of lumber. 
Here's the guy flying his plane inside the building. So, but they had to ship everything. There was no rail lines. There was nothing coming across from the east to the west. Everything had to yeah. come from water and every 15 million people show up. Where are they going to put them all? They just had a big earthquake. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of BS. Well, here they got a garden. The garden was comprised of rocks up to three tons in weight, 25,000 turf, 1,300 trees, 4,400 plants. I mean, this was elegant. Yeah. Now, they say that um, they would not let people touch a lot of the uh, like the architecture, the art, the designs and stuff like that at these world fairs. And they're telling us now, if, if I'm correct, that it was just basically all plaster. And paper, yeah, plaster, paper, gray, yeah, all that. It was just, it was it, it so much. No, no, no. Um, and then the lights went out. After the lights went out, they were destroyed. Over 900 million was realized salvage effort. Um, they just took everything down. They destroyed everything. It wasn't paper mache, guys. It was buildings. And here's the, the tea house. You know, all these from all around the world, they had the. Uh, you're going to tell me that's paper mache? No, no, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that's what we're being fed. No, no, yeah. I'm going to say that the official narrative is this is all paper mache. Don't mm -hmm. touch it. Right. Right. No, they had these massive, they had the, the fun zone. This is massive fun center. They had Buddhas that were 40, 50 feet tall. They, I mean, you could possibly do this with paper mache. They had water fountains that were massive. Yeah, I don't think water fountains are very conducive with uh, paper mache. I think that wouldn't last very long. <laughs> but look at the arms of these. This is the fun zone, a 275-foot zone, and, and it flew back and forth at night. Paper mache, <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, it goes on and on. And then these buildings, you know, that's paper mache. And then they tore it all down, and they put up um, a, 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 a representative building after they took everything down. But San Diego in 1915 had the same type of party, same same one year apart. And this is down in Santa Cruz, down south of Santa Clara. They had these massive buildings on the boardwalk. Look at all the people in there. You know, they were all elegantly dressed too. That's the other thing. Top hats, black. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. They they were very into textiles. Here's your children for sale. Yeah. Anyway, what more do you want to know or what can we talk about? Um, can you tell us a little bit about the star forts that are kind of associated with uh, Tataria? Yeah, that's another huge subject. And so they're controlling weather and they use sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. And these are built again all over the world, same pattern, same design. Um Look at, look at where they built these. Can you see where they're all connected? They all were one. They, they were controlling the energy of Earth because Earth's energy from all the uh, destruction and all the cataclysmic events, it was a much denser world. So they were creating mm -hmm. their own water supplies, their own air, making their own air and star cities. And they used sacred geometry. There weren't forts to fight off the bad guys. Um, this was Jefferson, 16 million bricks. <laughs> And again, there's hundreds of these, and they're all in sacred uh, star fort energy, frequency, and vibration. They all match the, the sacred geometry, geometry. Mm -hmm. So we know this is Moto with the water where he freezes it. I love you. I hate you, all that. 
in the same kind of design. These guys were so advanced technology-wise in the mind. And again, this was only 200 years ago. We got to keep telling ourselves. You know, we lost that knowledge. They did mind control just like nobody's business. So there's the United States alone, Star Force, just a, sa- a sampling. And the story that we're being told is that these were just regular forts just built this way to defend the interior? Oh, yeah. We're going to build them like... So think about how stupid it is when you build them like that and they can hide behind the corners and you can't see them. Right. It doesn't make any sense to be a, a defensive outpost. Mm-mm. Even the Statue of Liberty has a star for it. Mm. It's a pointed star. No, there's a great intention and design behind all this. And they took them over. Italy, look at these beauty. Isn't it beautiful? And water, working with water and developing energy with the sky. I mean, it's just amazing. And they're, again, they're all over the world. So it couldn't be coincidence that one country does it in another country. Oh, well, we're going to use the same design. Hey, look, you came up with the same design we did. Yeah, they're beautiful. And they don't seem like, I mean, we don't make forts like that anymore. So if, if it was strictly, you know, for strategy, then they would have probably kept the same designs. At least they don't make them like that that I know of. Well, no, because they yeah. want to make capitalists capitalizing and we're going to make money on charging you to travel. So this is another really interesting in, in Tiergarten, Germany. They had an animal healing center. It was on, they had 20,000 animals on 35 hectares of vegetation. Mm-hmm. It's near Hamburg. And this is Tartarian design. It's still there today. Check this out. So they brought animals from all over the world to this healing center, including elephants. And they had the Carillion Tower bells of 68 bells weighing a total of 48 metric tons, 106,000 pounds, five and a half fully chromatic octaves, the largest bell weighing almost 17,000 pounds. And they set it up in harmony and they'd ring the bells and the animals would heal. And it's still there today. And all the gardens in England, why they have all these gardens, are all based on cymatic design, healing. The food was healing. The, uh, everything was done with intention to heal. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's why we see these resonant designs today. Um, cymatics used, being used like the Rife machines and things like that. And then the churches all had cymatic designs too. Yeah, yeah. They were healing centers. They weren't churches and the white Spanish Jesuits took over and made them into God places. Gotcha. Have you seen the video of this guy has like a a speaker and he puts like a a black piece of construction paper over it and maybe some rice or some salt or something like that and plays different octaves in that cymatics uh, geometric patterns show up just from the sound vibrations. That's a exactly. really cool video. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And so mm-hmm. they know the frequencies to heal for cancer, for anxiety, mm-hmm. fear, whatever. Check out mm-hmm. these organs, guys. Wow. Look at the guy down here. Yeah, you can't even hardly tell. <laughs> Doesn't look like it's a person. That we use for healing as well. They're using tone, octave, mm-hmm. vibration, frequency, Tesla. So they had, mm. look at these things. They were massive. They're, they're, the San Francisco one sitting in, a, in crates at the, at the Civic Center. Wow. But you used to go and go there and get healed. And that's why, they, you know, the ancients lived for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Because mm-hmm. they're all about health and healing. And they didn't need to eat because they didn't have any waste. 
Anyway, so this is my Tartarian book here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recommend the color edition. And just, you know, revisionist history. Let's, let's start talking about truth. Let's start rewriting what we know. You know, we got to try. We got to start somewhere. So you talked about the uh, power domes for just a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit more? I mean, we, like you said, we know lightning does come up. It's not something that, you know, I think a lot of people think that lightning strikes down from the clouds, but it actually comes up through the earth. And they use these domes on top of these buildings for their free energy. Was it free electricity then, or was it some uh, other form? You see this right here? Mm hmm. Here's how they did it. So magnetism, that's why all these buildings are over water. They have magnets, mm -hmm. positive and negative. Mm -hmm. All right. And then you have the domes, which collect from the ether. And so mm -hmm. the dome has a resonator. And then the mercury is what heats up, and that's what makes the alternating current. Very mm -hmm. sophisticated design, atmospheric free energy. And um, yeah, that's why. The ground, yeah. Um, and then also that they set these up like a motherboard. It's interesting. The motherboards of a computer are the same as the, the Mexican energy pyramids. We what think about that, Ryan. Weird coincidence, if nothing else, but... Elegant design. Um, I, I'm, yeah, elegant design, but I'm wondering what the... I'm curious what the purpose of it would be. Like, what's the advantage of that particular configuration? Is that... Because they could conduct free energy anywhere they wanted, and they could travel and conduct mm -hmm. into the ether by rods. And so here, why are all the pyramids have Orion's belt as their star guides? They understood yeah. the constellations. We don't even look up anymore. You know, right. and that, that yeah. Christmas was based on the Southern Cross, where the sun landed on the Southern Cross and died for three days and rose on December 25th. That's, hmm. we're all into the heavens. Everything was about the cosmos. As above, so below. Here's a little fun fact for you guys. So Plato called it the great year, and that was 25,920 years for the zodiac constellation to do a full rotation in the sky. 25,920 years. 25,920 years divided by 12 is, two, is um, 2,000, um, uh, 16 years. Um, 2,060 years, sorry. And so each each zodiac sign goes for 2,160 years. Sorry, 2,160 years. All right. So that is the 2,160 times 12 equals 25,920 years. The great year. So how many breaths do we take per minute on average? Do we, do you guess? 25. Close. 25.9. <laughs> 18. <laughs> 16 to 18. So we use 18 breaths per minute. And we might multiply 18 times 60 to get an hour. And we get uh, 1,080, which is one half of 2160. So that's a creation. You take the, you take the um, 1,080 and multiply it times 24 hours, and you get 25,920 breaths per day. As above, so below. Wow. We're all connected, but we don't know the stars anymore, the luminaries. How can the events and the stars control our astrology? You know, Mercury retrogrades and all these different events. That, and, they, and, you know, millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. And astrology works. Astrology works big time. We, we came here for a purpose. 
and the stars were our luminaries. They're our guides. So on a flat earth concept, we're all here because the luminaries above are centered on our higher development of consciousness, as opposed to billions and billions of expansion at 186,000 miles a second. And you're a little bit and you're not worth shit. Yeah. No, we're the greatest of all creation and we're in the densest form. We're only 500 years out of the dark ages. And look at how much we're learning in the past. Remember the Mayan calendar, December mm -hmm. 21st, 2012? What was that all about? Well, that was a 5,163-year rock that said on December 21st, 2012, will be the end of Maya. And Maya means illusion. Hmm. And look at how much we've learned since then. And how do they make all the same kind of designs that are all aligned with the heavens? Because they were connected sacredly. And we've lost our sacredness. We've lost our spirituality. We've lost our knowledge of sacred geometry. And the dragon, that's the, the, the Draco, Amerikan, uh, Amerikan, people of the land of the serpent, shed your skin. And they found all these different um, animals all around different parts of the world that were the same. Because this Pangea, mm -hmm. we we're all connected. Anyway, carbon dating is bullshit. So now we get to rewrite history. <laughs> Where do world religious figures fit in, like Jesus or Buddha? Where do they fit into this puzzle? Um, stepping stones in a greater picture. Um, the Vedics, they talk about the... See, we've been limited in our thought. 3,000 year BC, you know, and that's all. Herodotus mm -hmm. history. The Vedics, you get into the ancient mythologies, the Vedics talk about one pralaya mantavara, which is one universe mm -hmm. of God's creation. So in God's creation, we have a single dot of everything. So God wanted to know what I'm like. So it creates the opposite to see what I'm like. And that's called a, a mantavara, and that's a breathing out. I want to breathe out a creation. All right. And so that creation event of breathing out is one what's called a mantavara which the Vedic say is one half of 311 trillion, 40 billion years of one creation of one universe of which there are many. Try that on for size and see how it floats your boat. Uh, kind of blew my mind, actually. A little bit more than I can handle at once. Right, but that's the ancient teachings. That's the oldest teaching of all. That's the ones that we were all, we we're all um, um, brought to, you know, that the, the ancients, the Vedics, like they teach. And so think about that for a minute. So Montevara and then the Pralaya is the breathing back in. So that's mm -hmm. the one half of 311 trillion, 40 billion years was the Christ event. So this okay. is now the condensate, composting of the mm -hmm. old world so something new can be created. So everything like in life has to be created. The seed grows, the compost happens, new seeds can grow. So that the Buddha event, the Latsu events, um, all the all the ancients were all preparation, and the Christ event was the seeding of the earth for the new creation of light. And in the in the Pralaya, the Montavara, they have inside of that the great year. You have the the um, uh, Yuga cycles, and that's another twenty five. That, that's the Gold Age, the Bronze Age, the uh, Silver Age, going backwards, the mm -hmm. uh, Bronze Age, and the Iron Age. And so these are the fallen angels. These are the ones that have come down. They're losing it. They're going down. They're going down to the nine hills. And they don't want to go there. So they're trying to take over our souls now. And so, again, we're only 500 years out of the Dark Ages, the Iron Ages. And now we're going to the age of Aquarius, which is beginning of the Bronze Age. And when you think mm -hmm. about the beginning of the Bronze Age, if you're in waking up and you shine your light or the dawn comes, it's not heating your food. 
It's not, you know, making, making, it's not high noon. You're just seeing the darkness. Holy cow, look at this darkness. Just because there's light being shined on it. And when you shine your light onto the darkness, it's not darkness anymore. It's your shadow. You own it. That's why it's critical that we speak out because we're the ones shining the light. And the future will benefit from the consciousness we raise today because the future is going to be a higher consciousness of humanity. They will not choose to harm their brothers. They're not choose to be capitalist capitalizing. They're going to choose to love one another. Until we know what hate is and evil is, we don't know what pure love is. And so that's why we have to discover, and our souls chose to incarnate here, is all my opinion, um, but it's all his, deep historical think, uh, teachings, that we came here to fight this great fight and to go within. You know, the world's going to do what it's going to do. They own, the, they own everything. So the world's going to do what it's going to do, but we're the ones that are bringing light to the darkness. And in that light to the darkness, the future generations will benefit. So we're doing what my grandfather called the yeoman's work. Well, that seems like a great place to wrap it up. I know Ryan's got to bounce. Yeah, but let, me, would... let me just give you guys one more thing before we sign off. And, and I'll do okay. that. Let's do that on the side because it's a big subject. Okay. So there's a thing called muscle testing. And again, when the portals open up, when the light opens up, Saturn is conjuncting Jupiter first time in 6,000 years. Light coming. So I want you both to hold up two fingers like a peace sign. Now twiddle your fingers back and forth. Twiddle, twiddle, twiddle and stop. Look at the baseline. Look at where your fingers are. That's your, called your baseline, okay? Okay. Now, I want you to tell your, clear your mind, go to your happy place, drop your shoulders. You have no thought. You have, it's totally objective, no subjective here. All right, so now I want you, when I tell you to, you're going to command your fingers to show me a yes. And when you do, you command, first command your fingers saying, I want my fingers to cross on a yes. So talk to your fingers and say, I want my fingers to cross on a yes. You can say it out fingers, loud. I want my fingers to cross on yes. Okay, twiddle, twiddle, twiddle. Show me a yes and stop. Look at you both. <laughs> now, you had your eyes closed, so but Ryan, mm -hmm. looking at him, Ryan's fingers went big time crossed. All right, this is called muscle testing, and you can now ask the questions of the universe. So put your fingers up again. Go to your happy place. Get your baseline. Twiddle, twiddle, twiddle. Now, just you're looking for a difference. That's all you're looking for is difference. Twiddle, 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 and say, show me a no. Show me a no. Am I supposed to stop? Yeah. After you say it, you can say it. So, Ryan, you notice your fingers changed. It didn't cross, but it went like a French fries opposite. Yeah. Okay. Ryan, and say, is my name Jamie? Twiddle, twiddle, twiddle. Is my name Jamie? Is my name Ryan? Twiddle, 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 and say, is my name Ryan? Is my name Ryan? Ryan's a terrible twiddler. No, I mean you're. Yeah, just feel like you want to. And you can feel it intuitively. Go into a certain position. position. Yeah, yeah. It's, so this is called muscle testing. So I can go through and go through Ryan and, and scan him for just a quick biomagnetism by using muscle testing here: head, neck, thorax. He's got something going on his thorax, abdomen. He's got something something in his right knee. I can scan his whole body with permission. From, this, from the spirit guides. Wow. And that's who I work with, the spirit guides to heal. So I work with disabled ones and I go through their, if I have permission by muscle testing, and if, the more you practice it, the stronger you get. So when you wake up in the morning, don't look at the clock. Is it 7.30, 7.35, 7.38? And you'll get more stronger at this. Um, so I cook the potatoes another three minutes. Is my son, what time is my son showing up? Five minutes, 10 minutes. 
This is now available to you for the rest of your life, guys. That's awesome. It is really interesting that we did the yeah. same thing. Everybody, this this is advanced. This is only like a year and a half being brought to us from down south. It used to be you had to hold somebody's ankles and one ankle get longer. We don't need that anymore. So that's why it's cool. So anyway, that's called muscle testing. I want everybody to practice, teach others. And when everybody learns muscle testing, the world will know peace. Why? Because we know the true answer. Because you can't bullshit anybody anymore. You can't bullshit anybody. Are they telling me the truth? Now I've commanded my eyes to blink if someone's lying to me. Hmm. Try that one out. Should I have Jamie on the show? Yes or no? She's just going to understand. No, that's what I'm saying. And you can put your hand down on the side and nobody knows you're even doing it. You know what I mean? And so these yeah. are all guides now. And you can play games like you're driving down the road. Is that car in front of me going to turn left or go straight? And it'll build your confidence more and more that muscle testing is huge. It's huge. And so, it costs nothing. Yeah. And it's, it's connected to spirit. And I've got That's my spirits. Awesome. I went through my angel book and I said, what angels are working with me? Well, I've got Raphael to help me heal. I've got uh, Michael to help me fight the dragon. I've got um, uh, Gabriel to help me sound the alarm. I've got Magdalena to help me preserve the earth. And then I got Metatron that's in my head. Any question I want to ask, Metatron's going to answer for me. And this, this, this is opening up our spirit guides. This is saying we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. And everybody's in a physical world trying to find God, trying to find God. No, God's already there. You just got to tap into it, folks. And now I'm showing you how God is working right through you. It's right available to you. The, the odds that Ryan and I would come to the same finger position are probably pretty low. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I tried with others. Yeah, I got, I got on my video, I've got on my screen um, on Biomag Healer. I teach people how to do it. There's 10 different ways to do it. That's just one. And once you teach people to do it, they have a gift for life. You're giving them a gift for life. Pretty cool, huh? That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So your job to practice, okay, and teach. <laughs> no, but just, right. just get a baseline to instruct your fingers to cross. And not everybody's going to cross. Some people's fingers are going to go wide. Some people are going to feel it but not see it, you know, and some people don't get it. But just try it with people and you'll see more and more. And the more people we can teach muscle testing, you can't bullshit anymore. That's awesome. It's a bullshit filter. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's peace. It's a peace healer. That sounds yeah. better. Yeah. Love. Yeah. It's, it's all about connecting to source and proof. Okay. Say to your fingers, can I be a biomag healer? Can I be a biomag healer? And then when do I stop? Just after I you ask the question. Just stop. I asked it in my mind. Yeah. You, Ryan, you're hearing it before your fingers are moving. You're an intuit. You know, you're, it's just you don't even need your fingers after a while. So the question becomes, can I become a biomag healer? Can I help with the disabled people I work with, yes or no? Is James full of shit? <laughs> anyway, guys, let's talk again soon. And then hit me up in the email, and we'll go over biomag healing, and we'll record it so other people can benefit, okay? All right. All right. Well, you heard it straight from Jamie Lee. It looks like that'll wrap it up for us tonight, Ryan. You want to tell them what they need to know? Yeah. As always, please share the show with somebody you think will like it or at least find our constant mispronunciations and problems uh, amusing or maybe relatable. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Any way that you can interact with the show helps us out, especially with the algorithms. You can also help us keep the servers on at buymeacoffee.com slash pi. You can see what we're hawking over at crypticpodcaststore.com and you can let us know what you think of 
Jamie Lee or any of our other guests topics or give us suggestions and feedback at cryptiquepodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you tonight on Cryptique. Good evening, Crypt Keepers.